two parties of New Caledonia's pro-independence FLNKS movement have restated their intention to attain the territory's decolonization from France after last December's referendum loss. The Palika and Caledonian Union held their first key meeting since the plebiscite over the weekend after the COVID-19 outbreak forced the cancellation of their planned gatherings in January. The FLNKS doesn't recognise the referendum result, which showed 96.5% voted against independence. RNZ Pacific senior reporter Walter Zweifel has been following developments in New Caledonia. Bula Walter, let's just go back over the last referendum to start. What were the conditions around it that made it so controversial? The referendum was to be held in, in December, but because of the Delta outbreak in September, October, the Canac side or the pro-independent side decided that they would like to have the referendum deferred. France said it's not possible because in democracies they keep to timetables and insisted on it going ahead, after which the pro-independent side agreed that they would boycott the plebiscite. So when the referendum was held, only about 43% of voters in New Caledonia took part. And above all, in the sort of pro-independence or Canuck areas, it was like a total boycott. We meaning that the result that came out at the end of it, it was in no way a reflection of how the Canucks felt. And the view from the pro-independence side is this referendum result cannot be taken as the valid outcome of a 30-year process of decolonization. Since that point, um, the, the Congress over the weekend with the FLNKS parties, this is the, the first sort of concrete coming together uh, of the political groupings post-referendum. Is that right? That's right. There were plans to have a meeting in January analyzing the outcome of the referendum, which was held in December. But because of COVID had arrived with the Omicron variant and new restrictions, meeting sizes were restricted to 30, so they decided to put off uh, any further discussion until now. Uh, We have to keep in mind that just after the referendum, the party said that they will not engage in any negotiations with France on whatever this referendum meant until after the presidential election in France, they are due in a month. Uh, And this was also then essentially accepted by Paris when the overseas ministers said days afterwards that the negotiations, formal ones, will not start until after the April presidential election. We're seeing some stronger language, though, emerging in terms of the non-engagement with France on this process. Uh, Well, yes and no. I said that they were not going along with this plan that was presented to New Caledonians just after the referendum, that is to work towards a new statute as a result of the referendum. Uh, against independence, uh, the statute that would create a new Caledonia within France. Uh, the plan by uh, Sébastien Lecornu, the overseas minister, is to find a political engagement of all parties and above all civil society to figure out what this new statute should be and have it ready by June next year and put be put to a referendum uh, Keep in mind that with this pause until after the French presidential election, we've already lost several months. And uh, key people in France have already said back in December, January, that this time frame is very, very tight. Now, uh, a suggestion has now come out of this Congress by the Palika parties that they should just leave this entire 
process aside and go back to a proper independence referendum, back to what was back in December, that is, have a, a fourth referendum where everybody takes part, where it's not going to be a boycott. Uh, this is a new idea that's been injected, but how much support that has among other pro-independence parties is not known, given that there is a sort of a consensus among all pro-independence parties that they should try to unite their different positions and talk to Paris with one voice. So, so everything's on hold until the French presidential election. What is likely to occur after, after the election result is in? Well, irrespective of who is going to be president uh, after the election, the pro-independence parties in New Caledonia said they will want to engage with France directly to try to find a way to achieve sovereignty. What that will entail is not clear. I mean, there is talk among the pro-independence parties that they would like to find a, a, a sort of arrangement where New Caledonia would be associated with France, that is not full independence. That has to be worked out among the pro-independence parties in New Caledonia, and that will be put to France. Interesting there is that such an approach would basically exclude the anti-independence side in New Caledonia, which of course is significant. Uh, in the referendum, they were a majority. Uh, it'll be a difficult path to pursue, uh, given that the anti-independence side is so large. In this context, it's also interesting that the French government, which wants to have a vote next year on a new statute for New Caledonia, uh, has to take into account the anti-independence side, which wants the electoral rolls to be changed. Now they're restricted to Canucks, long-term residents, but there are about 40,000 French citizens who've been there for a long time, and they're not allowed to vote in this independence or referendum type votes. For this new statute, the anti-independence side wants France to make it possible through changes to the constitutional arrangements that those people are now excluded can also vote. So there is a sort of a, a building conflict of how this post-referendum process in New Caledonia will continue.